0: You've played the missions, but do you really know the lore?
1: We are here to be your guides.
0: Your guardians.
1: This is Guardians of Lore. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night, guardians. Welcome to Guardians of Lore. This is episode 98. Holy crap, we're at 98. Uh, recorded oh January 17th, 2021. The topic is A Tangled Web Part 1. I'm your host for this episode. I am Elamist.
0: Hi, I'm Orkin.
1: And we've got a special guest here again. Um, special again. guest. Would you like to introduce yourself? He never left. Well, it's kind of difficult
2: to introduce myself if I never leave, number one. Number two, depending on your frame of thinking, it could be one special guest or several. Hi, guys. I'm Rendell Zevas. How are you doing this evening?
0: <laughs> guys, I locked him to the desk. He wasn't allowed to leave.
2: Yes, it, it, I, I, it, it, there was some instances of some you know, fuzzy handcuffs being involved.
0: Um, there were no fuzzy handcuffs they were just handcuffs
2: um, hmm
0: that, I don't do fuzzy handcuffs
1: that Velcro explains the bruising velcro around my handcuffs. wrists
0: All right, then.
1: <laughs> I, I,
0: velcro handcuffs velcro are handcuffs are you a child no are you I've a seen child?
1: Gerald's game <laughs> <laughs> I ain't doing that I shit zip
0: ties. I use zip ties well uh, that could least... still be
1: broken out of so yeah I'm yeah, good with that okay.
0: yeah okay
1: and then I have a bunch oh. of zip ties
2: to I don't know, mm. to be sure that my bumper <laughs> doesn't fall off or something. I don't know.
0: I was gonna say cable management, but okay. We have that already too.
1: gotten derailed. Holy <laughs> holy crap.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, so for podcast info, we encourage feedback. That can be sent to us on Twitter at Guardians underscore lore, at hey it's orchid, or at I underscore M underscore Elemist. You can email us at guardians underscore lore at outlook.com. You can leave us a review wherever you find the podcast. And if you leave us a review, let us know about it. Um, and you can jump into our Discord server. You can also find our info on thelornetwork.com alongside many impressive lore content creators. And uh, special guest, Rindell. Where can we find you?
2: Well, apparently you can find me here occasionally. and that just seems to be an overlying theme of the derailment earlier. You can also find me on Twitter for your usual assortment of, you know, occasional musings, mostly posts and apparently shanties for some reason. Um, and I ca- do occasionally post writings over on Archive of Our Own.
1: That is at Rindell underscore Zivas. And oh my god, that shanty you did was amazing. Thank you, kind sir. Thank you, thank you.
0: And then Glint commented on it, and I'm like, I love that and hate it all at the same time. He did, (laughs) so did Brandon.
2: So I actually.
0: Brandon who?
2: Brandon O'Neill, as in Crow himself, retweeted it. Oh,
0: you mean Aldrin? Mm -hmm. Oh, cool. That's awesome. So
1: I have uh, approval from the Crow himself.
0: That's so neat.
1: It was funny because when that happened, he messaged me and he was like, oh, crap, crap, crap.
0: <laughs> That's so great. I'm so happy for you. Oh, well,
2: thank you. It
0: was really good. It
1: was really so, good. It was super
0: good. It was super good. Was. Oh, yeah. I really like that. Thank you.
1: Mm-hmm. So this week at Guardians of Lore, the Twoggle, mm-hmm. Crucible mm-hmm. Tokens, they're going bye-bye at the end of the season.
0: Bye-bye.
1: Thank you. you. Next. You've got like two weeks? Three weeks? You have until
0: February 9th to get them the fuck out of your vault. Mm -hmm. Guys, I have 17.5 thousand Crucible tokens.
1: (laughs) You're going to be sitting there a while. I
0: have been sitting on... I had 17,000 and then I played a bunch of Crucible last week and I acquired a bunch of tokens.
1: See,
2: Is I've only bad? got 3,000. I've got maybe 300 lying around, which goes to show how much I actually play Crucible. My god.
0: I just don't turn them in because they're garbage to me. Like, oh, you get a gun that you're going to delete. Okay. You're going to get some armor that you're going to delete. All right. And people are like, no, you're going to get mats. I'm like, oh, you mean I'm going to get legendary shards? Legendary shards I,
1: and weapon materials? I have, like, mm-hmm.
0: I have so many legendary shards. They're coming out of my ears. The fuck am I going to do with those? Turn them into banshees so I can get weapons I'm going to delete for glimmer that I am full on? Okay, guys.
1: Well, and even then, like, cool I, have, I have two full stacks of weapon materials or gunsmith oh, material so whatever do it is I. and i'm working on so a third do I. Yep. and yep. and i've got like 12,000 legendary shards so like yeah and i have i
0: right there with you and
1: i have a full stack of enhancement cores and i'm working yep. like i'm halfway to another stack
0: so like oh my god
1: i have no reason <laughs>
0: I don't have... I only... Okay, I, this is, like, the richest I've ever been on Masterwork Cores. I refuse to call them Enhancement Cores. Like, Bungie, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Um, So, these fucking Masterwork Cores, like, I have, like, 350 maybe, so I don't have that many. But, like, I'm full on glow sticks and I'm full on golf balls, so I can't, like, turn them into more glow sticks. Because, like, I have them sitting in the mailbox of both of my other characters still from doing all the Grandmaster Nightfalls I did last season. (laughs) So I'm just like full on glow sticks. And so I'm like, what am I going to do? And people are like, oh, just start masterworking stuff. I'm like, what? All my Aeon Swift got? Let's go fuck yourself.
1: (laughs) At least then when next season comes around, you'll know what to dismantle.
0: Get all the fucking Aeon Swift (laughs) got? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Oh, Do you know what I'm going to dismantle? Just... Everything that's like sunset again, because that right. brings us to the next one: dungeon and moon shit. It's the next thing on our. This is they are re-releasing. Okay, guys, I,
1: the moon and we did these the notes City.
0: literally, literally like everything on this like crucible tokens bye bye and dungeon and moon shit is literally written in these notes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that is. Like, yeah. I haven't slept in like a week, and I'm just way overworked right now so that was like pretty much what my brain the fourth note in the twoggle is I is tired
1: <laughs> and obviously it's talking about where, me so
0: this is <laughs> this is where I'm living right now in the I is tired category <laughs> but I'm kind of excited like dungeon and moon shit like okay we'll talk about dungeons first because dungeons are my deal this is like mm-hmm. the one thing I have okay don't take this away from me <laughs> Like, finally making dungeons, like, kind of viable again, (laughs) a little bit, because that's, like, the one thing I enjoy doing, and love taking people through, and like to go solo on a lot, because it's, like, calming for me to go, like, do this kind of thing. And
1: especially Shattered Throne, where it's literally a good 60% of the time, you're going through at your own pace like there's no actual timer there's no nothing
0: well that and um yeah which is nice um like yeah shattered throne is really relaxing i mean like ignore the ignoring the The actual right (laughs) ignore the ogre fight the actual
2: uh, ignoring the actual combat that's in the dungeon (laughs)
0: that's not no i mean like ignoring the ogre but i mean it's it's a relaxing dungeon and it's a good experience and the fact that they're bringing back um four weapons is really great and i think it's good for the economy but i am a little irate that um they're bringing back things that we had before and i deleted because they're like this is trash now
1: yeah
0: so why are you keeping it and then they're like oh wait our bad um don't delete it now my dudes,
1: no, it's it's more of, oh, you deleted the old version because it it can't be brought forward. So here's the new version.
0: Here's a and new version with exactly the same perks. I'm looking at you, gnawing hunger that we talked about uh, multiple times in all these. Go right. back to all the other episodes where I got really mad about that gnawing hunger. I deleted because I got the exact same one. But now, like, still mad about that.
1: I I have mixed feelings about it because more stuff in the loot <laughs> pool is good.
0: Yeah, and I, I love Waking Vigil I, and I love Retold Tale and I love Vouchsafe.
1: I love Sleepless,
0: I don't give a shit about
1: it. I love the Reverie Dawn armor.
0: I do too. Like, it's it cute. is so beautiful
1: on the Titan. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh... And those
1: shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> Need you say more. Uh, right.
2: Yeah, I'm with you. I like the Reverie Dawn armor. I think that it's nice that you know it's being made relevant but at the same time it raises the question of well if you have this whole thing of like oh we're bringing new stuff why would you say that and then reissue shit that we already were able to get and that you took away from us
0: because they overreached And they promised us the moon and the stars, and then they weren't able to deliver because they realized that they're like, oh, well, we can't keep up with demand because we're all working from home. And so deleting half the game was a bad idea. And so we have to roll back what we promised. So instead, we'll just give you back exactly the same thing, but we'll throw a couple new rolls on stuff so we can make you, you know, go after the same fucking weapons and armor again. And but instead, we're going to put a new false cap on it, and it's going to be exactly the same, and they're going to bring back the same shit from another season, and they're going to do exactly the same thing again.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's so that's, that's what I'm afraid
0: of. of. No, that's they're going to exactly do that. Don't think they're not.
1: Oh, no. Like, I know it's coming.
0: Yeah, that's what this is. I'm
1: hoping that there's going to be... It, like, I'm still ho- holding on to hope. I know it's
0: No, what they're they're gonna bring back the Leviathan weapons next. Just wait.
1: Um the one thing I Just wait. So uh
0: let's
2: see. We're gonna put that at what? Um two to one odds. How much are you putting down on that?
0: Oh, it's a one to one odd because it's going to happen.
1: (laughs) It might not happen this year, but it's gonna happen.
0: It's going to happen. Well
1: more specifically, the fact that it will happen next.
0: No, not that even that it's going to happen next. It will happen. Mm-hmm. But hmm And, now, like, yeah.
1: But now, see, th- that being said, I am going to point out the fact that the reissued weapons are going to have new perk pools.
0: hmm
1: And, like, they specifically said pools with an S. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: it. I see it being updated perk pools. Whatever you know is what? currently like, out for like waking for whatever the archetype for waking vigil is, it's going to be slotted in there.
0: Yeah, whatever above well, well, what is waking vigil 150, so it's going to be a 140. Oh, uh, right. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that wasn't waking yeah. vigil 150? I, yeah, yeah. I think so. It
2: was a 150, it was a nice one. And then the new to 150s, except for sunshot for some fucking reason because exotic. Sunshine
0: because Um, exotic um i'm gonna look at thorn for a second and Um, but anyway
1: and the other thing i'm gonna point out is the fact that weapons that drop in the actual dungeons themselves will get they'll be able to roll with perks that can only be found in the dungeon
0: well that's gonna be the only place i get those weapons is gonna be in the dungeons because like fuck i'm gonna spend time in the dreaming city if i don't have to right but i'm not gonna go run the i'm not gonna go run the go put the orb in the thing and hit, like fight the waves of scorn enemies go fuck yourself Bungie. i'm not doing that one again <laughs> yeah that's boring Why especially since playing? there's no I mean, reason well, to no
2: i was gonna say you like no. the dreaming city but you more like the aesthetic it's
0: i like to, okay this is what i like in the dreaming city Like, it's exactly this. A, I know where all the little secret, like, tunnel y bullshit is. So I can, like, jet set myself around the Dreaming City without really having to think about where I'm going because I know where all the little secret, like, space buttholes are. Right. Like, B, I like doing all the Ascendant Plane stuff. I love finding all the secret chests. I love doing all that stuff. I love doing Shattered Throne. Like, I don't mind doing Blindwell. Like, it'll twist my arm a little bit, but I'll go do it. Other than that, like if I have to go do like if I have to go do um like public events, and it, I'm really just talking about that one public event. Yeah. Like in the back. Oh, I'm not going to go do that.
2: I know exactly <laughs> the one that you're what? talking about. We, uh,
0: yeah, go put the orbs in the thing. I don't like go doing put that the orbs.
2: Yeah, Sam and I wound up having to do that the other day while we were in the middle of trying to like farm Wrathborn hunts. And I was like, yeah. oh, that's right. I hate mm-hmm. this.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I don't like doing that one. The- but I love the Dreaming City and I love just like walking around in it because it's really pretty. It You can get really good screenshots from pretty oh, yeah. much everywhere. Yeah,
2: well, it- it's it's Space Rivendell. Like, what do you expect?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, it really is.
1: It Like, I only have two Triumphs that I, I don't have completed for the Dreaming City. One is solo flawless mm-hmm. for Shattered Throne, which I'm, mm-hmm. I'm trying to motivate mm-hmm. myself to actually, you know, start practicing. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And then the other one is doing that fucking public event without no. it losing any health. Oh Jesus! Uh, I refuse to do that. I don't blame you.
0: I've done that one, and that's because we had a full fire team and a, there was another full fire team of, and yeah. so there were six of us doing it. And that was like the only way that we could do it. Cause everyone was super coordinated. So there were two full fire teams doing exactly. it. exactly, And so everyone was talking to, and it was very apparent that they were all talking to each other.
1: That's exactly so it. Like you, ha- that was
0: how I got that.
1: And considering like, you can't, load in as a fire team of six, you have to load in as a fire team of three. Like fuck that.
0: Unless you're slow and you can load in as a fire team of nine.
2: <laughs> oh good. Got him. god damn it.
0: <laughs> Got him. Yeah. Anyway, let's talk about moon shit for a little bit. Um you can get your weird moon jammies back um pit of heresy will no longer moon jammies um pit of heresy will no longer drop uh masterwork to moon shit uh, which is really sad because that's how i get a lot of my um my masterwork mm-hmm. course <laughs> it's from moon jammies dropping because oh. i just delete it immediately
1: <laughs> exactly i always
0: would run it every week and i can run it on all three characters because it doesn't require you to be leveled up so I can just move my weapons over and then just go run it either with like one other person or I can like try to run it solo.
1: But now the the thing that
0: like I can do it solo. It's just like takes a little bit longer than Shattered Throne. Mm.
1: But now so so two things here. So instead of that mm-hmm. that piece dropping fully masterworked, it will drop at mm-hmm. seven armor energy. Um mm-hmm. and guaranteed to have a plus 16 in two different stats. Mm-hmm. Right. So...
0: And higher and stats overall. But when they say higher stats overall, do they mean a plus 60?
2: Well, so, so that's... Do they mean that's a gonna, plus
0: 65? Like if it, 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 if we're talking,
2: the, yeah, like a plus 65 or higher, maybe? Right. That be wishful thinking. Like, that might be worth going after.
1: But... I'm hoping for just plus, you know, 60 plus... Because there yeah, have been plenty armor of times. Yeah, drops
0: have been shit.
1: Right, there have been plenty of times that it's like, oh yeah, you'll get high high stat rolls, and they're like fifty five. Oh yeah,
0: fuck off! And I'm like, fifty five. What the like, fuck? Only place this season that I've gotten good stat rolls, and this is including the raid, has been Iron Banner, consistently. The only and I've been getting like plus sixty six.
1: The only place I have gotten good armor. rolls, like. I have farmed the raid a lot. I have gotten decent okay. rolls. So like 62s. hmm But the only place that I have gotten anything higher than that has been from the season pass. Same.
0: Not me. My season pass has been trash.
1: They give you like uh, 65 rolls.
0: I think my season pass has been 64. I but I have gotten better roles in Iron Banner.
1: And see, I each
0: time Iron Banner rolls around. And
1: see, I got done with the Iron Banner quest and I was like, I'm done. I got all <laughs> see, three I characters done that. and I was like, fuck this shit. I'm out.
0: See, I did Iron Banner and I just I do it every time because I'm like I like Iron Banner, so I did I always do the bounties and I don't do the quest until the very end of the season.
1: That way it keeps you motivated?
0: No, it's because um, the quest is, like, you get your best, because the weapons always drop, like, three levels above what everything else is. Mm -hmm. So if you're not leveled up all the way, it's no use doing the quest until the very end of the season. It's not worth your time.
1: And see, I was using that that to actually level up. Only,
0: only, yeah, no, you should never do the quest until the end of the season.
1: And see, I was doing that specifically to level up.
0: Well, you were doing it for the raid.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. See, if you if you don't give a shit about the raid and there's no raid next season, and there's no point in leveling up or just like amassing bounties, like yeah. who the fuck cares? I could see that. So, so I would, if you're just waiting to like to get to the pinnacle weapons at the end of the season to like get those pinnacle drops... Especially since a lot of the weapons that drop those pinnacle drops are not good rolls. And like you want to save those tokens to turn in for good rolls. Because, I mean, they didn't say that tokens were going away for Iron Banner, just that they were going away for Crucible. Correct. Because Crucible and Iron Banner are not the same.
1: And they did say that strike uh, tokens will be gone in a future season.
0: Yeah, but not this season. Right. Gambit tokens are also going away. There are no gambit, gambit tokens. tokens. We, are, we don't have gambit tokens. Yeah, we don't have. Also, I was about who, to say, what the also, fuck are you talking about? Who plays gambit anyway? Hey, I
2: take offense to that, sister. Plenty of people are playing gambit. It's a rich target environment.
0: Yeah, all five of them.
1: For the scorn.
0: I'm playing on stadia. <laughs> <laughs> um...
2: Besides that, you know that if we had a gambit token involved, that it would be a mighty bit different from what's uh, available over with uh, the other guys hanging out there with the round shit. Yeah. (laughs) Are
0: you round shaming? Um, (laughs) This is a shape shame. Looking
1: over at you there, (laughs) (laughs) Where? Hey, round is my final shape. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Full <laughs> <cool> of mayo.
1: <laughs> See, <coughs> anyway,
0: God. this
2: um, is the quality content that listeners right. come in for every week.
1: <laughs> right?
0: This is not quality at all, guys. It's. I am sorry to tell you, it's
2: a quality. It's not great
0: quality. <laughs> 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 Actually, yeah, it is of some sort of quality. You are correct. I take that back. <laughs>
1: um The thing that uh... the thing from the TWAB that I was most excited about is the fact that the moon lost sectors are getting rolled into the Lost Sector rotation for Legend and Master.
0: Yeah. Really? Because I'm I enjoy doing those. That. The moon ones are good.
1: Well, and like, I I, I enjoy the Legend and Master Lost Sectors.
0: I've done one this season.
1: (laughs) I should probably do more. Depending on which one that was and what level you were, I can understand why you've only done one.
0: (laughs) It was this past weekend and the one with all the thrall in it. Oh, oh the, the labyrinth.
1: Okay, Jesus, <laughs> the labyrinth is good. It's a fun one.
0: It was Arm Day.
1: Never skip Which Arm is why Day. I
0: did it? No.
1: No. Very bad <laughs> idea.
0: I did it once and then said, "No, this is not for me."
1: Oh, and see, I, I usually get done with that one in anywhere from two to five minutes.
0: I was talking to a friend of mine because um, I was in a group Sorry, call three and to five was minutes. working and told them it was it was that Lost Sector. And one of my friends was like, oh, I'm going to do that until I get the arms on all three of characters. I'm like, all right, okay. And so our guy friend who was, and he's like, ugh, I guess I'll do it. And so he's doing this Lost Sector in a minute 30. Oh, wow. <laughs> Each time. So, yep. Nope, didn't get him. Fuck. And then he'd like run out, run back in. Oh, nope. Fuck. <laughs> Until he, like, see, now my question like, is... Are you already done? <laughs> see, now my, my question is,
1: was he on the 1250s? Yeah. He was okay, just
0: doing the that legendary. makes a lot of sense. He was just doing the legendary because that's all he wanted was to farm gotcha. the, the arms. Gotcha. That makes sense. Yeah, he's not doing the master. He just wants the arms. He doesn't care.
1: Well, no, like the actual exotic that you know slot that that it drops in changes daily
0: mm-hmm. yes it was your arm one
1: right it was arm day yep
0: it was arm day
1: right you never skip arm day
0: so that was and Sunday. I and I,
1: I was trying to figure out what the actual rotation was that's all
0: Oh yeah. uh, because okay,
1: okay. because I haven't logged on to D2 since Tuesday I think No, Saturday. I did a bunch of raids for my brother. With Mm -hmm. my brother.
0: Cool. Oh, yeah, that's right. You were going to do Flawless with him and something else. Uh, Not
1: Flawless. We were trying to get. We're trying to finish off a lot of the triumphs for the seal.
0: Oh, yeah. For the sparrow part? Did you get him the sparrow?
1: uh, He's already gotten the sparrow. Oh,
0: okay.
1: So, like, at this point, we're trying to do, you know. Completion with everybody on the same guardian class. Completion with everybody Mm -hmm. on the same subclass. Trying to do all the everyday challenges. We did the weekly challenge.
0: Mm -hmm. Right.
1: Like, we literally just sat there and we were like, Alright, we got like two or three runs. Let's do this.
0: (laughs) Yeah.
1: Um, So... Everybody, good. Final words.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really, I have mixed feelings about them reissuing weapons and armor as a rinse and repeat because, <clears throat> like, I love Destiny and I'm still playing it, even though like, Stasis is still fucking broken and Crucible is still a grind, and I'm still like, I apparently really like punishing myself. Um, so I, that says a lot but
2: well
0: you um, are talking
2: about the same person who does halo lasso runs for fun so
0: yeah but yeah that and i play a lot of tarkov <laughs> i mean at the same time it's it's like i i enjoy playing crucible i'm not good at it I've gotten a lot worse since I'm, like, just mouse and keyboard now. Because I'm still, like, trying to figure all of that out. I'm not using a controller anymore. But um, I'm not happy with where loot is. And with them reissuing stuff that I have previously deleted. Because I was making room for new things that we are not getting. I'm not happy. And I'm not going to stop playing. And I'm hoping against hope that they will give us something else and give us new things Mm -hmm. i'm not going to listen to promises of like we promise we're going to give you new things in a year like yeah you'll give us like a vendor refresh with the new dlc in september okay like you always promise that it's the one time we get a vendor refresh if we even do But I don't want to see, like, I don't want to see stuff from Leviathan in a couple of seasons. I don't. Like, I have that shit. Like, I thought the whole point of collections was to have a fixed role that I could pull stuff out of. And, like, that is the role that it now has. Like, that is it. I have it now. And so what's the point of having collections if I can't do that?
1: At this point, it's, you know? it's been a checkbox because they haven't done yeah. anything with it since year two started.
0: Yeah. It's like I used to be able to pull like, oh, let me pull it out of collections. Like I can do that for my exotics. Sure. Or I can pull like a shitty and exotic chest piece out of collections. And
1: even then, now it's only dropping at the bare minimum. You
0: know, it's yeah, 1050 or 1060. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, like, again, like I'm still going to have to infuse it. Okay. I see that they don't want us to abuse it like we had been before. I get it. They saw around our bullshit. (laughs) You know, I'm just
1: wondering how much use Collections has gotten since they've made that change.
0: Probably little to none. I mean, I've pulled stuff out for Crucible just to see, like, can I use this old, like, Trials hand cannon just because I wanted to see if I could because those weapons... I can use in crucible because the light level doesn't matter. And it's the only place where light level doesn't matter. Really. Unless it's shattered throne or pit of Heresy.
2: Right. Now, the one thing I will say when it comes to this whole thing, you know, cause we've been talking about all this stuff with, uh, reissuing weapons. And I think the general consensus is that we're kind of on the bent of, you know, kind of negative to, you know, having some hope which admittedly is a wide spectrum to go by. But this is all from the perspective of players who have been playing D2 for a long time. Um, And then one thing that I can't help but thinking of is the fact that there are players like uh, Sam, like my wife, um, who one thing i will have to say as much as there's you know plenty of mixed feelings when we're going back to talking about like reissued weapons armor all that kind of stuff uh you know dungeon moonship. that gives more stuff for a new light to chase uh and more things specifically for them to um you know grind and get their levels up to get to like a much higher point than they were previously um, And I guess in that respect, that's actually not a bad thing, but that does kind of beg the question as to if it only is something that's, like, super beneficial for one part of the player base, why can't we have it so that there is something that's for all of us who are, like, more dedicated, who've been here for a long friggin' time?
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, um this all comes down to how much we feel as though Bungie values our time. And um my friends and I have been getting in getting in or getting back into Final Fantasy (laughs) XIV. Holy shit. Hear me out. Hear me out. (laughs) Okay.
2: This this is gonna be fucking good.
0: Hear me out. Final Fantasy 14 values your time spent in the game because you can choose to level your shit up to a certain point with either real world money, in-game money, whatever, to, you know, level, I think level 80 right now is the cap. So you can level yourself up to like a level 70 and then grind the last 10 levels yourself. Or you can level yourself up to whatever levels before then. If you go do a dungeon, it'll drop you down to whatever that level is, and it'll take away whatever powers are that you wouldn't have. Um, So you're not overly powerful for that dungeon. Shit like that. So it actually values the time you spend in the game. So it doesn't make you grind unnecessarily each season for no fucking reason. It doesn't make you, it doesn't, it doesn't sunset weapons and then give them back to you with different fucking numbers on them. Because it understands that it's a game that you want to play with your friends. And it gives you good loot. And it has a very large loot pool. And it has a lot of activities to do. And they do it well. And there's a lot to learn from this game. That Bungie has not learned. It makes me really salty to say (laughs) this, But there is something to say for games that value your time spent. And the last year or so, especially with Sunsetting and the artificial grinding for levels just because they need to keep you in the game for, I don't know, numbers, question mark? Like, I don't know, like, what value that has. Like, they just need to keep you playing, I guess. Because it looks good. I, I don't... I don't know. I mean they're not are they making money off of us before playing, but we already paid for it. I don't know how it works really. I, d- I don't know. Engagement. I don't know what their values are like with their metrics,
2: but I mean engagement, number of people downloading if you're talking about like from a service aspect like Game Pass or uh, whatever other services, you know, it, it
0: probably... Yeah, but if you already have it, you're not downloading it. You already you already have it. So what I'm saying is that like if you're artificially making us get these same weapons that we already had, that's not valuing our time. If you're just slapping a new number on it, even though we already have the same fucking weapon, that's not valuing my time. That's actually like really disrespecting the time I have spent in your game over the last like seven fucking years. You know? Right. So, like, don't do that. And like, be like Final Fantasy 14. Value the time I have spent in your game. Please. Thanks. And and this has been my TED Talk.
1: I'm right there with you, actually. I have not enjoyed re-grinding the same shit. Nope. Like last season, sure, I, I grinded it for a specific reason. Once that reason was over, I just dismantled a bunch of shit. Right. And, I mean as and, you do. Right. And now it's just kinda like I'm, I'm hoping that that isn't going to be a thing moving forward. That I'm they fall that on too much.
0: I'm hoping that they're learning lessons from this, especially for their new IP that they are working on right now. And yeah. I am hoping that they are taking lessons from this and that they are listening to us. They're not doing a whole bunch of feedback because I know they lost a bunch of people um, in their community group. So they have just two people working right now on their team instead of four or five on Twitter. And so they don't have a whole lot of outreach at the moment. And they're swamped and everyone's really mad and going to other games. And I get it. And I really appreciate the work that they do because it's really hard. Oh, yeah. With us because we can turn on a fucking dime and eat you. Oh, my God. Because Destiny fans are passionate both in the good and the bad. We can raise a lot of money for charity, and we love each other because we understand what community is, but we will also burn down your community center. <laughs> like, we, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> I get it, and I really value the amount of work and time and effort that Bungie and all the community people and everything have put into this game and the amount of bullshit that they had to go through in this past year and are still having to go through working from home it is hard. I get it. But they've been doing it now for months and months and months and there has to be something because people are leaving. <laughs> and it's getting really frustrating.
1: So Well and and my thing is, yeah, people are gonna leave, but yeah. they're gonna come back for for oh. different things. Yeah. Like yeah. They're
0: gonna come back. They'll come back every single at the beginning of each season, they'll come back like nothing happened. Yeah. They'll come back at the beginning of next season. They'll come back at the beginning of the season after. They will definitely come back at the beginning of the Witch Queen.
1: Now, now, the, and, now the thing that I hate are those people who make a big spectacle about them leaving. Yeah, as has been the massive meme uh, at this stage on that Twitter. Is,
0: is There's a big meme, yeah. I mean, hell, uh,
2: there was a meme regarding GOL or Focus Fire Chat about that yep. recently. <laughs>
0: Oh, that was us. That was us that we did that. We're only going to be a Halo podcast from now on. (laughs) We're leaving. Oh, God. We're leaving Destiny. Sorry. Just kidding. We're still here.
1: But no, like, my big thing is if nothing in the game is drawing you to it, play something else.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I got some really dank house flipper lore going on right now on my Twitch channel. (laughs) <laughs> Twitch.tv/slash/it's working. I, mm.
1: Hell, like I was playing Pokemon. I've I've been playing Lego Worlds. I mean, I've been playing. You know, just play something else. It doesn't need yeah. to be a big spectacle. Yeah.
0: Nope. Just go fuck off into your own corner of the internet. We don't care. I'm trying to remember
2: uh, who said this exactly, but you know, it's uh, it's not a, it's not an airport. You don't have to announce your departure. <laughs>
0: Probably log powers
2: Probably that sounds like
0: something he'd say.
2: It may have been log, <laughs> um, but the, that sounds like something log would say. <laughs> I, it, it probably is, and I fucking love him for it. Um, but the point remains that it's you know just do your own thing. I know that I've been, uh, you know, doing a fair amount of stuff within like Need for Speed, uh, recently and uh. getting the t- those times down. Um, I know that I've been looking through my backlog and i've been realizing that with ea play being on game pass now oh shit i can finally you know go through some of that backlog and play some stuff that i've missed i can write i can make fucking sea shanties about testing yeah
1: yeah and and like just because you're not playing the game doesn't mean you can't enjoy certain aspects of it like i'm still enjoying the lore. Oh yeah, like that's going back to the whole fucking point of this podcast. We
2: still right. love the shit out of the story that they're making.
0: I mean Okay. and that Or, being or said, at least
1: we're, we're ready to see where it goes. Yep. With that being said Speaking of,
0: Let's have a lore yeah, network
1: okay. ad and then we will jump right into it.
0: Mm. I'm fucking turned for that lore network ad. The
2: Lore Network Even in the darkest of places, the light will always find a way through. If you're like me, then perhaps you're looking for more in-depth conversation about Destiny Law. Welcome back, Guardians. My name is Trams87. And I craft bite-size cinematic destiny lore videos. So join me each week as I journey into some of the greatest mysteries of Destiny 2. You can find me on youtube.com forward slash trams87. Stay safe and Godspeed
0: that ad was so good. Yeah, that that was that, that was the
2: most ad-y oh, yeah. ad I've ever heard. That was that was
0: Oh man. That
2: was fantastic.
0: My ear holes.
1: Mm, they're pleased. Oh take yeah. It. So, brief intro to the topic. As of the recording of this episode, we have no idea how this lore book is obtained. Uh the first two entries are obtained do, by doing the Hawkmoon quest. And the popular theory right now is that the rest of it will be tied to the activity to obtain random roles for Hawkmoon. And this book details the life of Crow and Glint after the initial res. Orchid, you want to start us off?
0: This is called Sparky and the Scrivener. The ghost hovered a few meters above the small campfire and tried, again, to explain the rules. The lightbearer chewed on a bit of tough gray root. He had softened it over the fire, and its sour flavor had mellowed into something approaching black pepper. To his surprise, he found himself enjoying it. He interrupted his ghost. You've explained how it's supposed to work, and I've explained that I don't care, he said with playful finality. I don't like any of the names you suggested, and either we both get new names, or neither of us do. The ghost flew down to eye level, where its shell appeared iridescent purple in the firelight. I have had several good names already, it replied. I enjoyed some of them quite a bit. The light bearer shook his head. You said I had a name before as well, but you won't tell me what it was. I can't, it corrected him. The light bearer fell silent. The ghost emitted a high static sigh. Purely as a hypothetical exercise, it said carefully. What would you name me? You are. A light in the darkness, the lightbearer began, and paused. He stumbled over the sudden weight of his words. Beginning. This little ghost had been the only thing keeping him going. It seemed every guardian he met had little interest in him except to hold him accountable for the unknown sins of his past, but this almost unbearably earnest ghost had mended him again and again. It nourished him with its encouragement and its inexplicable, single-minded faith in him. It showed him compassion. Sometimes, when he writhed awake with a hot knot of nameless anxiety in his belly, the ghost would rest on his chest and hum to him until he fell back to sleep. The light bearer took a breath to regain his composure. And thus, I name thee Sparky. The ghost emitted a pained groan, contracted in the air, and fell to the ground where it lay face down in the leaf litter. Ugh! The light bearer smiled. I'm sensing some reluctance, Sparky. The ghost gave up the bearer's pulse and rolled itself over in the leaves, a tiny, lazy movement. It dimmed its light to a bare flicker. It's terrible, it said flatly. Picky, the light bearer sniffed. Very well, I can do better. The ghost warily resumed hovering. How do you feel about gleam? He asked. Flash? Or maybe glint? Glint? A rainbow of colors played across the ghost's eyes. This usually meant he was calculating complex enemy behavior, determining combat outcomes, or mapping hundreds of bullets in their millions of possible trajectories. Oh! It's like glint. The lightbearer drew to his feet by the fire and bowed deeply. "'Then it is an honor to meet you, Master Glint.' He reached out a finger and wiggled one of Glint's points in greeting. The absurdity of the gesture delighted the little ghost. "'And now that you have a name,' said the light lightbearer, "'perhaps I will be more open to ideas as we search for mine.' Glint dipped in the air, acknowledging his partner's progress. The pair smothered their fire earlier than usual that night. The next morning, a passerby saw Glint's light bearer without his helmet. The titan beat him mercilessly with her flaming hammer, snapping his collarbone and crushing his pelvis. He died hours later of internal hemorrhage. Glint brought him back as the pair traveled in silence for a long while.
2: Just, ah, that ending. This whole entry... This whole entry. Like, and this is <laughs> just the fact that we have made Orchid read this. When I'm just looking at this the whole time, and I'm just thinking, oh, Glint is just best boy. <laughs> and I know. exactly. I know for a fact that me just suggesting that has awoken... Is- an indescribable rage. <laughs>
0: I mean, you're not wrong. No,
2: you're not. <laughs> we have debated this off and on. I will leave it at that.
0: I debated this today on Twitter and we went from Glint is terrible to, and we ended with um, how sure I know. Is fucking like Mara Sav, and I don't know how we got from point A to point Z. I have no idea. But somehow we got there. I don't know how that happened, (laughs) but it did.
1: I saw the conversation. I did not follow it.
0: I didn't either. But it happened. Well, I mean, it was very confusing. Off the
2: last week, you're running off of what? Maybe, maybe eight hours of sleep.
0: Uh, the last week I've had probably like 25 hours of sleep in total. For like eight days. Oof. It's like three. It's like an average of three hours a night.
2: So either so. way, we are looking at a situation wherein we are seeing the newly resurrected Lightbearer, still unnamed, and his ghost, one fo- formerly known as Pulled Pork, trying to th- figure out their new names for themselves. And, and this is a cute scene.
1: Oh my god, it's It's such a cute scene. It is And like I I especially love the fact that, you know, the light bearer knows like he's able to look at Glint and he... Like, that, is has been the only thing keeping him going. That, to me, is Charlie. just heart-wrenching. You and know, just the it, fact
2: that they're, like, going back and forth and, like, oh, it, it's gotta be a good one. Like, it's gotta be a good name. And, by God, he is trying uh, to right. find, like, a good one. Like, he goes with Sparky. Uh, the ghost... Is like, uh, please, no, I hate it. And he, rather than like sticking with it, he just goes, okay, okay, let, let me, let me
1: figure out something better. And then comes to Lent. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then at the very end of this, you know, the very next morning, a titan sees the light bearer without his helmet, and just annihilates him.
0: Mm -hmm. That is really upsetting, actually.
1: Yeah, like,
2: it does make me question like, the idea of why we would have this, like, utterly wholesome scene, and then just, oh, here comes this titan, just mercilessly beats the shit out of him. Like, to the point that he doesn't even die in the midst of the
1: fight, like, hours later. But see... I see this as more of like the the first several like the majority of the entry is showing the relationship between the light bearer and uh, glint and then that last paragraph is bringing reality back in right right yeah because it, like, at the very beginning, it talked about how um, it seemed every guardian he met had little interest in him except to hold him accountable for the unknown sins of his past. But this almost unbearably earnest ghost had mended him again and again. Like, it's, it's further enforcing the fact that Glint won't abandon him despite his past. And... It it shows the reality of what the light bearer is facing, and at this point, I'm surprised he hasn't gone dark.
0: I have too, and it's because of old pork.
2: It is because I hate
0: admitting that. It It is because because
2: of Glint. It's because of (laughs) Glint. You could say nothing to dispute that
0: hate it so much.
2: <laughs> well, you might hate it, but
1: it's the truth. Yep. And with that being said, Rindell, you want to continue? Let us continue on with part two,
2: identity. The ether pipes rattled their arrhythmic beat. As they greeted a new arrival in the spider's lair, he entered with hesitance. Gold eyes flitted around the room like a nervous animal. His clothes were those of a traitor. The white shawl of a funerary covering draped across his shoulders, the hunched downward as if a heavy burden rested on. He was thin from hunger, broken. By the cruelty of a face he did not recognize, but others reviled. Out of compassion, he was given a space to rest, a modicum of privacy amid the rattling pipes. The spider, with one hand at his mouth, perched so far forward on his throne that it dipped down toward the floor. Nothing. He asked as one of his lieutenants, who offered a wordless shake of his head in response. And you're sure? This isn't just some... Spider waved one hand in the air, as if gesturing to his point. Some clever rules. The silence that Spider was met with may as well have been a resounding affirmative. Fascinating. Spider grunted as he slid forward off of his throne. He landed on the floor with surprising grace, but when he walked, it was with an ambling gait, a feigned weakness. He dismissed his lieutenant with a flippant gesture and traipsed toward the nearby storage room. The pipes were quieter in but only just. Seated on the floor, wrapped in the tattered white cloth of his burial shroud, the man once known as Prince Aldrin Sov looked up to the wide shadow Spider cast in the doorway. He rose to his feet, then bowed. Baron, he said mistakenly, unaware that Spider neither held such title nor led a great house. Spider's response was a smug laugh, though he tried to temper it behind, smiling words. You look like the underside of a dreg's boot. Spider oy-pinned as he glided into the room with a silence that belied his stooped posture and uneven gait. His guest, a light bearer, no less, turned to his ghost in a moment of uncertainty. We've had better days, was the ghost's response. Spider restrained himself from criticizing the ghost for intruding on the conversation and ignored him. My boys said they found you adrift in space, that your ship ran into some debris, Spider said awful generous of them to retrieve you. The spider circled slowly, blue eyes glowing in the gloom of the dimly lit space. Up close, he carefully assessed the librarian's posture, his expressions, and even something as intimate and subtle as a scent. How long were you trapped up in there, the vacuum? Dying being reborn over and over again. The light bearer slouched, and his gold eyes averted to the floor at the memory. Long enough to know what eternity feels like. Long enough to know if I'd never escape without he looked up to Spider, to the glow of those ether enthused eyes. Without help. That's me, Spider said eagerly. Very helpful. Very helpful indeed. Now sure that the light bearer didn't recognize him, Spider ambled up close and took an assessing look at his new guest. I don't think I caught your name, he added. One final Test. I. The light bearer didn't know how to answer. His ghost was silent too. I. don't have one. It took all of Spider's energy not to burst out in gleeful laughter. <laughs> well, that won't do, Spider insisted as he laid a hand on the light bearer's shoulder. That won't do at all. I won't have someone in my care. And Spider was careful to emphasize that word. Without a proper name. With a sly tone, Spider moved in closer and suggested, How about we try one out? Just for a little while. You and me. His voice lowered. Gravelly and hushed. What do you think about Crow? The light bearer's eyes showed no recognition. The spiders shone with predatory
0: intent.
1: Very well done.
0: Wow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 um.
0: It's like he's done this before.
1: <laughs> right?
2: It's, 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 it's almost as though I, I use my voice for acting purposes.
0: What the fuck? <laughs> Wait,
1: really? You do?
0: <laughs> I've I, never heard of that before. Shut the fuck n- door.
1: I know. Shocker, right? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, So we see the very first interaction between Crow and and spider and who else was surprised by the fact that spider actually got off his throne right
0: like holy
1: fuck like
0: okay (laughs) i legit didn't know he could walk i thought his throne was like some sort of like hover wheelchair right i thought thought it was a frieza situation i thought it was like one of those like 600 pound man like tlc show like i can't move because i'm like bedridden because i'm like too big to move, Spider. Like, I, I already think, like, <laughs> I need to, like, pull a wall out of, like, the house to be able to, like, get yes. a Spider out of his lair.
2: Yes, exactly what the fuck I was thinking. Yeah. Like, yeah,
0: sorry. Like, Spider is
2: already dangerously close to, like, B word fat, you know what I'm talking about? Like, <laughs> or if you just say anything that begins with B, it just gives it away, right? You don't even have to see it. I, Bacon. I bought the bracelet from Bailey Bankston little It's a, it's a beautiful bubble and I. <laughs> <laughs> I can't take credit for that. That's Pat Oswalt. But
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um
2: but just, yeah just, just picturing spider like <laughs> right Crow, yeah. this is what i'd like you to do <laughs> i would like you to acquire a sourdough bread loaf and scoop out the uh, insides of it
1: um yeah so,
2: <laughs> now that we've gotten off the rails.
1: <laughs> so, we see the actual interaction between who it is now called Crow um, mm-hmm. and Spider. And I was actually a little sad when Spider's like, oh, I'm going to name you. Oh, my God. And you yes. know that that had to have disappointed Glint.
0: I didn't give a shit about Glenn. I thought the name choice was really interesting. And I would rather talk about that because fuck Glenn.
1: Well, it's it's not interesting when you stop and realize that Spider specifically chose the name.
0: That's why because, I find it interesting.
1: Because he is...
0: Because of Aldrin's crows.
1: Yeah. He's the yeah. master of yeah. crows.
0: Yeah, that's why I find it interesting that he chose that specific name. Not to mention,
2: if you look in the Bungie's in Bungie's original plans for where the character was supposed to be in the original version of D one, those kind of notes, mm-hmm. his original name
1: was Crow, right. And then reworks happened and all that. And I think they're starting to move towards their original ideas,
2: which mm-hmm. we it'll be interesting to see what they do in that respect. Because the other element of that that was kind of funny was that the character that quote unquote Crow later Aldrin originally was back in those you know annals of history. They actually got a lot of what Cade became. From those initial design documents. So now, what are they going to do? I don't know. I I don't know because yeah, the where Crow is now is just so vastly different from those original ideas, and even from where Aldrin was previously. Uh, Sam and I have actually talked about this at some length, like the fact that he is, you know, he's like a soft-spoken kind of a guy like very much not the kind of conceited asshole that we all thought of Uldren as being at some
0: point at least well he's not Uldren exactly well and, and and we shouldn't think of him as Uldren I just think it's interesting that that spider specifically chose crow as his name because of the crows that he was associated with but like if you were playing the game of, uh, well, he's now this because he's not this. But I mean, like they're supposed to have a reset when they're reborn. Like yep,
1: the only thing everyone does, the, like
0: the end. Like the
1: only thing that might carry over are strong emotions as you,
0: like, as you die
1: at the point of death. Mm-hmm. And and honestly, I do see that carrying over into his actual guardian yeah. personality. He mm-hmm. died with that strong sense of loyalty to his sister.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah and did.
1: and we see a strong sense of loyalty from Crow but towards a little ghost.
0: What are you doing step ghost?
2: <laughs> oh God damn
1: it, uh, it. And on that note, I will continue on <laughs> uh-huh. with part three. Just a kindness. The warlock could handle the war beasts. The Cabal legionaries were slow enough that she could thin their numbers in the open. Even the massive centurion wouldn't be an issue once it was alone. But there were three scions up on the ridge with their rifles trained on her position, and if she moved from behind her boulder, she was finished druis knelt in the coarse red sand and cursed under her breath she hadn't expected this much opposition she didn't have the energy to teleport getting out of this was going to be painful she took a deep breath formed a roiling void grenade in her hand and an explosion erupted from somewhere on the ridge gunshots not the ozone pop of cabal slug rifles but the sweet crack of old-fashioned black powder. The centurion barked orders at the legionaries, but panic quickly won out over commands. Druis heard their guttural cries as something picked them off. Another explosion, and the baying war beasts fell quiet. The gunfire drew closer. The centurion bellowed. And then nothing. Druis cautiously poked her head out from behind her boulder. The cabal squad lay in heaps around the gully. Remnants of scions littered the ridge. The air was heavy with thick smoke and the smell of black oil. In the midst of the carnage, a lone hunter holstered his weapon and stepped over a corpse. He walked with tight efficiency. No movement wasted. He was graceful, even for a hunter. Druis stepped into the open and raised a hand in greeting. Oi, guardian, she called. I appreciate your handiwork. The name's Druis, and you just saved me a lot of trouble. The hunter's expression was hidden by his heavy helmet. He gave a perfunctory wave, and knelt to examine the centurion's weapon. Now that she was standing, Druis realized she was a full head taller than the hunter. Suppose everyone seems tall when you're cowering behind a rock, she thought. She pulled off her helmet and let the fresh air cool her slate blue skin. Her dark hair limply unfurled from where it was piled atop her head. She fixed the hunter with her golden eyes and smiled. I signed up for a simple salvage run, she said. Transmat some supplies? Run them to the city? I've had a headache all morning and didn't want anything loud. The hunter nodded without looking up and pulled a sparking catalyst from a slug rifle. Druis chuckled. It's okay. She said, nudging the body of a fallen legionary with her boot. You don't have to talk when you can shoot like that. The hunter paused, then stood and faced her. I am... They call me Crow, he said, and I am glad I could be of some help. The hunter's voice was soft and refined, and... While it had a frosty edge, it was not unfriendly. Not as glad as I am, Druis said. The last thing I needed today was to take a res with this headache. I told the Cabal that, but they wouldn't listen. Rude of them. Crow laughed politely. That I can understand. After being brought back, I feel out of sorts for hours. He turned to look for more cabal weapons and something caught the warlock's eye. She whooped. The hunter looked up, ready. I'll be damned! cried Druis, pointing to his arm. You're Reefborn, aren't you? Earthborn here, but you and me, we still go way back. Crow looked down. A strip of leather had been torn from his gauntlet, and beneath it, His own gray-blue, awoken skin could clearly be seen. When he looked up, Druis had nearly closed the distance between them in a few long strides. His hand hovered over his weapon before the warlock clapped him on the back. Figged you for one. It was your voice and the way you move. The tall woman playfully juked from side to side. Krill was quiet. Druis wished she could see... The helmeted hunter's expression. To her relief, there was a beep from the tracker on her belt. Finally some good news, she said. We're right on top of the supply coordinates. She scanned the area and located the tiny supply ship half hidden by a rock slide. Since you kept this cargo out of the hands of the cabal, I'd say you're entitled to a cut. That won't be necessary, Gro said. He shifted his weight and hid his exposed arm behind his back. It was the first awkward movement Druis had seen him make. I didn't say it was necessary, she replied. Just the kindness between two bright-eyed awoken won't be a minute. She ducked into the sand-filled hold of the tiny ship and found the shipping crates. Dim red lights blinked on their panels. The seals had broken long ago. She pried the lid off of the closest one. Inside the grime-covered bottles, the liquid still shone with a gentle orange glow. She uncorked one, wiped the neck clean against her vestments, and took a sip. It was bright with honey and salt and burned her throat with a clean, gingery sweetness. We're in luck! Druis called as she hopped outside with the bottle, but the hunter was gone. Druis placed the bottle on a flat stone and took a seat next to it. Though she did not expect her companion to return, she waited, busying herself by picking dried blood from the velvety hem of her garment. Finally, she sighed, slapped her palms on her thighs, and reached for the drink. To crow, she shrugged.
0: It's kind of amazing what reception you get when you don't show your own face.
1: Yep. Yep.
0: And um
1: and with people he had to
0: learn that the hard way. And, and it really sucks, but um when you kill the hunter vanguard and you don't remember it, that's what happens and life isn't fucking fair and he learned that also the hard way and that sucks. Yeah. Like Life isn't a bed of roses. Life isn't fair. You don't always get justice for things. And I'm sorry, but that's just the way life is. And this is a good lesson for everybody. Life sucks sometimes. You get really good things like this and you get really shitty things like what happened in the last chapter.
1: Yep. Uh, So a warlock is pinned down by a bunch of cabal crow comes in kills all the cabal she offers a drink and he's just he noped out of there really straightforward
2: i mean not much else to say beyond that if we're gonna be honest like he has learned that he can't really trust other guardians but i mean when you have a face that murdered the hunter vanguard i mean right
0: i'm gonna read this next part unless there's something else you guys want to talk about
1: nope nope
0: Mm. this is chapter four saturno sat saturno saturno he wasn't afraid of the scorn at first like anyone else who could spare the bullets, Crow had picked off a few dozen at distance when he found them in the open. Glint had told them that they were related to Elixney somehow, which made sense. They moved like Elixney, but they just wouldn't stay dead. When their raiding party hit one of the Baron's storehouses, he immediately sent Crow after them. He said the scorn were bad for business, but Crow could tell by his benefactor's wet wheezing he wanted revenge. Crow was stealthy, careful, but the scorn could smell or sense or something. He was forced to move deeper into their territory, picking his way through welded-together ship husks as the creatures searched for him. They had herded him into a killbox, a derelict ship with one way out. Then they started coming inside, and Crow found he much preferred fighting them from hundreds of yards away. The scorn were rotting flesh pressed tight beneath metal, their bodies webbed with scars and fields of boils, malformed flaps of muscle bolted crudely into place, clumps of brown cloth balled into weeping sockets. Crow reloaded his revolver and dropped three of the smaller ones. Their helmets were thinner, or their bone structure softer. Either way, one shot was all it took. The air was filled with the sour smell of wounds festering beneath the brass. Chains dragged against metal to his left, and Crow spun. A hulking form was pulling its way through a gap in the ship's hull. Crow fired. Some of the blue pulsules that ringed the creature's shoulder burst open. A thin gas rose from the wound and released an acrid smell of cold solvent. He unloaded into the thing's body, corking the tunnel with its corpse. Two stalkers pressed through another gap and moved to flank him. He backpedaled and reloaded, fully aware he was being pushed farther into the corridors of the ship. He turned in time to catch sight of a flaming and ducked, but it collided with the side of his head. His ears rang and his revolver clattered to the floor. The stalkers hooted in excitement as something tackled him. It was one of the big raiders, its four ropey arms bound with filthy belts. He struggled and felt the leather straps along its forearms twist and crunch. They were caked with dried lymph. The raider was on top of him, mouth howling below its featureless metal faceplate, hitting him to the ground with its larger arms while the smaller two tried to bring its rifle up for a shot. A jagged claw tore through Crow's cheek as he writhed and kicked in the raider's grasp. He wrestled the rifle away from his chin and forced it in the direction of the two stalkers. He groped blindly until his fingers found the trigger. The burst of fire hit the stalkers, and they fell in a screeching heap. The raider roared and twisted the rifle from Crow's grip and flung it away. Freed of the weapon, its frenzied subarms tore at Crow's stomach. He felt claws catch and tear his own leathers, and then they were through, and his waist was slick with blood. Gibbering madly, it pulled him closer to its misshapen teeth, thin mucus poured from somewhere under the metal faceplate, down through the thing's lipless, chittering mouth, down into Crow's face. And then he realized the creature was speaking. There was a long moment of horror followed by one of pure revulsion. It was one thing to be torn apart by a mindless creature of madness, but this... This would not be allowed. Crow felt the light surrounding him more solidly than the arms of the raider. He kicked off the creature as if underwater and felt his torn stomach lurch. The raider's arms closed on nothing. It looked up in rage as Crow's shifting form tumbled away. With one hand down on the rusty deck of the craft, Crow steadied himself. The light rose from his body like steam, "'Knife,' he thought, and some of the dissipating energy became a blade in his hand. "'He stood. The raider charged forward, claws, hands clattering against the ground as it skittered towards him. "'Crow fainted left and pulled his arms across his body, then pivoted and dropped to a knee as he let the knife go. "'The blade was in the creature's chest, and the blade was light, and the creature became flame. "'The smoke was pure. The ash was clean.' The smoke was pure, the ash clean. The light was Crow's weapon, and as he walked out of the ship, it was the light that roared again and again and again from his hand. It was the light that drew glint to Crow as he walked like a pillar of flame in the night. And it was the light that kept Crow from madness, even as the voice of the thing echoed through his mind. Father, 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 father.
2: Wow! Wow! <laughs> I think that one thing that this does bring up that I guess we haven't really thought too much about is the kind of link that we had between Uldren and the um, the scorn dating back to everything that was going on within Forsaken. It strikes me as you know slightly well more than a little messed up that in dealing with them spider specifically is like oh well mm-hmm, mm-hmm, i'll just send crow after him cuz yeah that's uh, that's going to go well
1: right and especially since at the very end like we see that they recognize him you know it it's repeating father 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 over and over again
2: yeah, and, and it's like we know that we're, we're still doing strikes with the fanatic. He's still likely involved in some way, shape, or form. It makes me wonder if there's any kind of interaction, if there ever is, how that's going to end up
1: working out. Actually, uh, on that front, uh, the reason why we keep going on that strike is because he keeps reviving... And mm-hmm. like, I don't have the, I don't think there's any confirmation of when, like the amount of time between his revival and when we go on the strike, but I've got head cannon that like he rezzes five minutes later, that team comes in. Right. Cause Ikora has, has specifically called out the fact that, you know, they keep ha- need or they, they, need to keep sending teams to go kill the fanatic because he keeps reviving himself.
2: Yeah, going back to that uh, oldest of jokes, the simple,
1: why won't you die? Yeah.
0: I bet you it is something like five minutes.
2: (laughs) Oh, you know, just die. I can
1: get off from that in five minutes. (laughs) They literally have like 20 guardians or 20 uh, teams of guardians 20 fire teams scheduled all right you get him at 1 a.m i you get him at 2 a.m you get him at 3 (laughs) a.m
2: just like at a constant 24 hour rotation wait it's my turn on shift again right right hey uh miss ray uh i'm really sorry i gotta take uh, Tuesday off. Uh, there's a doctor's appointment I've got at the dentist. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, she's just giving him the stink eye of just, like, I- you know that's bullshit, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Exactly.
2: Um... But yeah, I-, I could just see that sort of interaction, like, really screwing up, uh, Crow just in general. Like, just that kind of interaction going on with scorn is bound to mess anyone up uh from a certain level to seeing this rotting fatted pile of flesh um rip into you literally um and it just kind of makes me wonder what
1: if anything they're gonna wind up doing with that going forward as i alluded to earlier yeah, I'm wondering about that too. Because at this point, it's only the fanatic that can create new ones. And we have a Guardian Strike going in every, you know, five 15 or... 15 minutes. Right, like every 15 or 20 minutes, killing him. So, like, no new scorner being created. Eventually, they've got to run out. You would hope. You would hope. I'm just wondering if we're actually going to see any kind of interaction between some, you know, a Scorn that becomes a higher up and Crow. Or maybe they're going to write in something about, you know, a, a fire team didn't go in and kill Fnatic, so, you know, he's free now.
2: And then that could be, uh, you know, the point of a season for the Witch Queen, I guess. If they wanted to do something where we have shit to do with the Scorn again.
1: Yeah.
0: The Scorn have been really... uh, They've been really underutilized since we first got them, um, which has been really disappointing. Because I think um, as much lore as we got with the Scorn, we haven't had any since. And And it's hard for me to believe that, that... story is closed
1: well and a lot of that is because you know yeah. it, the only thing that was actually creating the dark ether mm-hmm. was fanatic and Aldrin when he mm-hmm. was actually crying out the dark ether right and at this point both have been taken care of so there's no more dark ether
0: well Uldren still cries all the time though no you think like whenever Uldren's he was dead. like crying yeah. Well, do you think like whenever he was crying before, like, do you think he could still cry it now as a guardian, or does he cry like light ether? Does he just cry normal ether now?
1: Or just, I don't think
2: tears. Like,
1: yeah, like I, I don't think he cries ether at all now. Like when oh, the I darkness got ripped ether. out of him, when he was opening up the dreaming city, I think ages. that was it.
0: No more iches. Because we're bringing that back? What
2: is it with you?
0: Um and... we specifically said eyes in that episode. Yeah. Go back and listen to it. I don't even know what episode that was, but we specifically talked about that.
1: Yeah, we did.
0: Yeah, we did. Uh, at great length. Eyeball Jizz.
2: Fantastic. Talked about it. Great. Yep. So now I did, I get to have that mental image. Thank, You're welcome. Thank
1: you for that. Uh You're welcome. Was that episode fifty four? The it Forsaken Prince.
0: It was a long time ago. Yeah, that was a Taken Prince, wasn't it? Yeah. jeez. Oh, Holy a long time crap. ago. That was one of my first episodes. Man. Yeah. That is a that is a callback and a half.
1: Time flies. Wow. That's and like we good. did that almost exactly a year ago. Like, yeah.
0: <laughs> Ooh. Wow you guys want to hear about just go back and listen to the Taken Prince.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Forsaken Prince. The Forsaken Prince. Whatever. The full Forsaken Saken It's
0: all Prince. the same to me. It's all Aldrin's. The
1: Taken are stuff. different than...
0: I know score. they are. I'm working on zero sleep and zero patience, okay?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: We, we, we can tell. Zero. Yeah. None. We can I'm tell.
0: negative of both of those things. We can tell. You guys.
1: It's all I'm
0: subsisting wholly on coffee and salt.
1: So. Yeah. It's time to wrap up the episode. Mm Shoutouts. Rindel? Well, I'll start by shouting out the two of you lovely
2: people for deciding to have me on again for some reason. Uh, (laughs) It's always a blast hanging out with you guys, but beyond that, um, I think I will just... uh, Begin and end with saying that I'd like to shout out the narrative team over at Bungie, generally speaking, uh, just for having all this amazing stuff for us to go through. Like, even if, like, legitimately we had the whole thing at the beginning where we were talking about the state of the game and everything that's going on with the loot pools and all that. But I think that it's well established that one of the big things that keeps us all coming back is the story when we're talking about destiny largely and without the narrative team we would have none so thank you for being
1: one of the main reasons
2: that we keep coming back
1: yeah they're a reason why we have the podcast Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh orchid
0: this is true um, shout out to you guys for putting up with my bullshit tonight because I'm tired. Also, shout out to everyone listening to this because they're going to be like, "Orchid, why are you even here?" And I'm going to be like, "Do you know what? I should be in bed right now." So, thanks, guys.
2: <laughs> instead, I'm for
0: putting up with this.
2: Instead, I'm unloading all of the salt that I've been keeping in reserve for the last. week. I
0: love you. This is the salt is preserving me. And I should just go climb in a cellar because I would be preserved until spring. <laughs> That's the amount of salt in me tonight.
1: Preserved until spring 2040. I know, right? Right?
0: These are, these are war rations.
1: Oh, Jesus.
0: <laughs> I love you. I love all of you. <laughs> you guys complete me. You can yell at me on Twitter if you want it. Hey, it's Orchid. I'll even unlock my DMs if you want to just yell at me in DMs. <laughs> They're locked down right now because I got some like weird fucking DMs the other week. So <sighs>
1: final shout Or you can yell at me.
0: Yeah. Oh, I was gonna say you can yell at me at our Guardians of War Twitter also because I also drive that. So. Yep. Either way, you can yell at me. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. And what about you, Elmost? Uh, honestly this week i don't have any shout outs it's just been an oh no 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 no. you know what shout out to mrs Hyvin. she's been keeping me sane oh yes yes shout out
0: to mrs Hyvin. what up boo
1: shout out to mrs Hyvin. yes indeed um, she's
0: such a good person
1: but yeah she's her and I talk every couple days, and it it's helped me tremendously. So, mm. uh, with that being said, so we would like to offer some special thanks. The artwork for this episode is courtesy of Volshock. You can find him on Twitter at VolshockB. The music in this episode is copyright bungee. We are able to use it under fair use policy. And if you'd like to dive into Destiny lore on your own, visit ishtar-collective.net they are the resource I use for all the show notes uh, so for reminders you can tweet us at guardians underscore lore at heyitsorchid at i underscore, am underscore elemist you can email us at guardians lore at out.com you can leave us a review and if you leave us a review let us know about it uh, you can join our discord and, special guest, where can we find you?
2: Well, as ever, uh, you could find me over on the tweeters. Uh, that is at Rindell Zevus with no space. Uh, you can find me over on Archive of Our Own, occasionally posting uh, my writings. That would be at Rendell underscore Zevis. You can also occasionally find me here, apparently, and on Destiny Lore Audio File. That is File with a PH. Which is located anywhere that you get your regular podcasts.
0: You can find me there too.
2: Yes, you can.
0: Doing random shit.
2: I mean, isn't that the whole point of podcasting? Generally, is doing random shit. <laughs> like,
0: I don't know pretty much anymore.
2: Pretty much. I think.
0: What we're... even is podcasting? Why is podcasting? Why
2: is podcasting? Well, I think we could tell. Who is
0: podcasting? Orchid needs to go to bed. Orchid,
1: say goodbye Bye, and go Orchid. to bed. Orchid needs Orchid. <laughs> Orchid needed to go to bed. An goodbye, hour Orchid.
0: ago. <laughs> yeah. Bye guys.
1: Bye. Take care.
2: Just gave yep. gave me the the ASMR shivers just the
0: mm. oh my god so so the mouth noises and fucking nom noms i don't know
2: coming in ASMR freaks coming in for the no. lore network welcome to focused fire chat
0: no i hope <laughs> you're, no. and then it's just
2: i hope you're relaxed and
0: and no ready you're doing it for... wrong you're okay if you if you're going to fucking do it it has to be like hey guys hey guys <laughs> this is hey hey this is this is organ hey hey mouth noises this <laughs> is hey guess what I... so uh i know that uh that's how it is i know that Orkin, that is how uh, fucking I started up with yeah. um with uh, talking about these bits of lore fucking... but um Fucking
2: now, now, noises. now it's me, hate and uh, we're gonna be getting into it. a lore book reading. For I hate this so Crow, much.
1: <laughs> I can literally, Elvis, I can literally just see Orchid doing ASMR about Elixne feet
0: Oh <laughs> god!
1: See, you know it's
2: bad when her mic clips.
0: (laughs) It won't let me scream at you anymore.
2: (laughs) Anyway. Wait, wait. Even worse. Even worse. Welcome to the nail salon. We shall now
1: pamper you. Yes? (laughs)
0: You didn't do the mouth noises.
1: Where are those insects? Like ch- there it is. There it
0: is. <laughs> so,
1: Briex will you. have you
2: sit down and place your feet into the tub.
1: Yes?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> so, brief intro to the topic. Now that <laughs> you've gotten
2: completely off the fucking rails, <laughs> as per
0: we're 40 minutes in. <laughs> I'm going to delete you. Orchid, you want to start us off? I need to say that this is really painful for me.
1: I chose this book for a reason.
0: Oh, God. Because um, mm. I
1: hate pulled pork. I don't know if you knew that. You're Jewish, so that's understandable. <laughs> what, what, okay. is, what does that have to do with Glint?
0: <laughs> Glint is...
1: No, Glint is a ghost. He's not pulled pork. He is not delicious.
2: Oh, God. (sighs) God.
0: I'm I'm gonna read this
2: We've had this discussion (laughs) so many (laughs) fucking times. I'm gonna read
0: now. Both are terrible. (laughs) Thank you for coming to my second TED Talk. Entitled, You Both Suck. (laughs) The end.
1: I suck, but I don't blow.
2: Oh, my God. God damn it. (laughs) Helmets. What the fuck? <laughs>